everybody. What's up? Hey, hey. Nice to see you guys again. This is... Who am I going to be today? BMB. <laughs> um, I think I'll be Crystal. <laughs> Ooh, hey, Crystal. What's up? Hey, Bambi. How you doing, girl? <laughs> doing good. I'm doing good. Let's try to drag this out by talking about some weather or something before we get to the naughty stuff. <laughs> ah, weather. Ah, we're going on in this pandemic of time, so the weather is, uh, I don't know. It, the weather doesn't Spring. even matter, actually. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The weather is, who cares? Who cares is right. Yeah. So, everyone, we thanks for joining us. We are going to tell you a little bit about bone sex and other, like, I don't know, naughty adult stuff, right? Yeah, this is would be, like, our first full episode. Um, so we thought we would tell you about, like, the first time we actually logged in uh, to take calls doing phone sex, because that was pretty interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. You get to hear about our first times today. <laughs> Everybody likes first times, right? <laughs> they really do. They really do. And if you have any interest in calling phone sex or doing phone sex, you're going to find something here that will entertain you. So, or if you just want to know what the hell it is. Right. Right. Because I think a lot of people have misconceptions. Like if they were to actually see us, which who knows, maybe one day when we're like old and gray, you'll see us, but, um, <laughs> we'll have to think about it. Yeah. We'll think about it. Maybe we'll do when something. we start sounding like little old ladies, then maybe. Yeah. Or maybe we'll put some masks on or something, but yeah, I think that we are not the preconception of what a phone sex operator is. Because I've heard different things from different people, but the majority is they'll think like, oh, phone sex operators are like these old ladies that are like 500 pounds and... The Aerosmith video. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And then other ones are, you know, I guess they, they vary, but I know that is a misconception. I mean, I'm sure there are women, you know, that are like that, that do phone sex, but... Um, the majority, I don't think are. What do you think? And I, I think you're right. And I think some people also definitely think you have to be a certain kind of person. Like you have to know all this sex stuff. And for sure, if you read Fifty Shades of Grey and thought that the woman who wrote that actually experienced that, you were not thinking clearly. Because that's all this is. It's the same. Just like how she wrote Fifty Shades of Grey and she didn't um, do all that stuff. I mean, maybe she did. I don't know her. But she didn't do all that stuff, most likely. The phone text, you don't have to have like all this knowledge. You do have to have Google. Uh, <laughs> you have to have Google. You have to have Google. <laughs> Yes, you do. (laughs) Other than that, I mean, obviously, you have to be able to tell a story. You have to be able to talk to people. You can't be shy. If you're shy, then you're going to fucking die in this industry. You cannot be shy. No, you can't. Even, like, the girls that play, like, submissive, they're not um, shy either. I mean, there's a difference between being shy and submissive, which Google it and you will figure it out. But, yes, you can't be shy. (laughs) Absolutely. 
because even if you're being submissive, you still have to talk. This is somebody's paying for you to carry on a conversation with them. Even if the conversation is you being submissive, you still have to carry on that conversation. So we thought it would be fun to let everybody in on kind of the back side of this. And for you guys listening who call that are hoping for some dirty stories, maybe you might get no, some. We might make fun of you a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's out of totally. totally, totally, totally. Yes. Um, so we thought, yeah, we would talk about the first. What What was the first company that? What type of company was it? Was it like um, a dispatch company? Was it direct dial? Where did you? What kind of company did you work for? Uh, the first one I worked for, I actually found the ad for them in the back of a newspaper. It said phone mm-hmm. actress, and I dialed the phone number. I didn't know what the hell it was, but I was like, I have a phone and I need a job. Um, So I called in and it was what is known now as a dispatch company. You sign on, they send you calls. That was it. They did not pay very well at all. At the time, I didn't know that wasn't very well because when you used to be being paid like minimum wage hourly and someone's like, all you have to do is sit on your phone and talk and we're going to give you 25 cents a minute. That's a dollar every four minutes. And you're figuring like, okay, so four goes into 60. How many times? How much am I making an hour? Wow, that's way more than I would make at Burger King or something. So... It seemed like a great idea. What about you? Was your it was, what was well like? same thing? It was in um, a local paper, phone actress, uh, and it would be considered dispatch. But it was it was weird because like you know how dis- we've both worked at like I don't even know between the two of us who knows how many companies. But there's dispatch and direct dial. So when we say dispatch, you know a dispatcher is sending you the call some way, or direct dial they're just calling picking up you know, your phone rings directly to you. Um, but the, um, it was dispatch, but it was set up weird because it was like you called in to the service when you were ready to work and you had your headset on and you stayed logged in. You did not hang up your line and you would just hear like this ding or something on, I don't even remember. It's been so long. It was some kind of chime. And one, then after that, you would just hear somebody talking on your headset all of a sudden you know so i was like oh <laughs> i, I for was like what the on. fuck yeah. is this nonsense i can't do this because then it paid shit it had shit pay and it was um i don't even remember how i think it was less than 25 cents a minute uh i can't remember that's how long it's been but they would you would get bonuses like based on your whole time and i swear they would fuck you up on purpose it's like you'd be doing really well you'd have uh, you know somebody on the phone for a long time and the next one you'd have on the phone for a long time and then all of a sudden bam you get like a couple in a row that were like crap a couple minutes and that's it which i mean if you know how to do averages uh-huh. statistics things like that you're you know you need your average hold time to be high to get more money so i think they did that purposely and that's another misconception about phone sex operators 
none of us are stupid. I mean, okay, that's a lie. You are going to run into some real dum-dums out there. But for the most part, we are not stupid. It's like... Because we have to figure out, we have to figure out our pay, we have to know the statistics, we have to know our averages, we have to know how to make enough money doing this. Plus, we have to be entertaining and intelligent enough to talk to someone from pretty much any walk of life. And let's face it, if you can afford to pay phone sex rates, which now range anywhere from what, like 99 cents mm-hmm. a minute to three ninety nine a minute or some shit. I don't even know what the high end is, but um, if you can afford to pay that and talk to somebody, you have a job that probably required you to do some sort of schooling. And if you get someone who's just like, um, hey, I don't really know anything you're gonna hang up nobody wants to talk to someone stupid nobody no you have to be able to carry on a conversation yeah it's like strippers aren't dumb either but you can get away with being dumb as a stripper if you look good enough you can't get away with that on the phone because all you have is what you're saying you can't be like let me distract you with my boobs (laughs) exactly you have to keep their attention you have to uh you're creating a fantasy with them on the phone and you have to be good at it Uh you have to be a very good storyteller so if you're good at that if you're good at being creative you have a good imagination and of course you don't need to like if you're what they call vanilla phone sex if you're just doing vanilla phone sex or if you're doing like more fetish femdom type phone sex you need to be able to you know know what you're talking about um that's a good point that's something we could tell you guys there are different kinds of phone sex vanilla phone sex is basic sex you talk about basic sex think romance novel sex because you don't talk about i'm trying to get my pants off my foot got caught in the leg of it and now i fell over you don't do that (laughs) you talk about oh of course i'm wearing lingerie and let me take this off and it's all very sensual and sexy and that is normally what vanilla phone sex means it's also called girlfriend experience sometimes not all vanilla is girlfriend but it's that kind of thing somebody wants you to tell them about having sex like you would see in like the movies very, or yes, a romance novel or something only really graphic people aren't they <laughs> yes they are well i guess there's type. those um, are the two major and then the femdom which would be somebody that would be more of like you know you're in charge you're telling them what to do you can branch out into different fetishes and it's it can get crazy 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 there are more fetishes than we could list like we could be here for the next until the quarantine's over listing fetishes for you guys and probably someone would still say but what about because if you can like it one (laughs) 
it's probably already a fetish. Two, there's somebody else out there who likes it too. Like, no matter how crazy it is. And if you're like, nobody would ever get like hard when they hear balloons pop. Mm. Oh, for sure. There are at least a billion more of you. But it's one of those things that if you have a fetish, and I think that's one of the great things about this industry, you learn pretty quickly that you are not alone ever so there's a million fetishes we will touch on them as we tell you guys stories and stuff but um yeah there's also submissive phone text which is basically the opposite you're getting a guy that's calling in and he you know he wants that fantasy instead and you have to be submissive and but again unless you are naturally submissive um, you're going to have to read up about it and, you know, study it and stuff like that. It's it's good for people that are naturally, you know, submissive or as they call it, can switch. You know, you can be, you know, more dominant or submissive. You could do both. But if it's just something, it, again, it's a preconceived notion in people's minds. Oh, submissive, you're going to do blah, 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 blah. You know, it's not you. You need to you need to study up. Absolutely. And sometimes if you're not naturally submissive, no matter what, just like if you're not naturally dominant, there's nothing you're going to do. Because if somebody says to me, I want to talk about you getting on your knees, do it, bitch. I'm like, "Eh, you can fuck off. I don't do that. Because I don't have that kind of personality so and some people it doesn't bother at all and it is just a fantasy and it shouldn't bother me but mm-hmm. if they're like bambi you bitch i'm like oh fuck off you're not gonna talk to me like that and i learned that though because when i started taking calls well my first call i hung up on so mm-hmm. that one we won't count because uh, <laughs> i panicked and i just hung up um and I think about that every time someone tells me they're new and they were really nervous on their first call. I say to them, did you hang up? And they're like, what? No. And I'm all, then you're fine. Because I literally hung up the phone. I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. And just hung up on the dude. It was terrible. I was lucky they didn't fire me. But I wasn't very old. I was of age. I was an adult. But that was about it and they knew it so (laughs) they forgave me (laughs) ah no i didn't hang up i mean i've hung up on people since then but my first call i did not um but i was very nervous you know how i get that feeling in the pit of your stomach like oh and i was like nervous and i was like oh my god i didn't know what to expect and but it's just like anything else it's like once you once i answered the phone and i was like hey what's up this is crystal you know then they um it just went from there it was just like i was just talking on the phone and you learn as you go but yeah once you get that first call out of the way then it gets much easier for sure and for you guys that are calling in i bet you never really thought oh my god what if i'm talking to somebody and she's really fucking nervous too and i think that's interesting because like now i've hung up on people just because i felt like it but then i was nervous and i remember my first call 
and that I actually didn't hang up on. And it wasn't difficult. He was super nice. We talked. Um, he told me that he was majorly into golfing and that golf started at some castle in like Ireland or something and mm-hmm. he wanted to go play at the first golf course that was ever created and told me all this stuff I was like really there's all this stuff about golf like this seemed like the most boring old man game ever I was like 18 so I was just like you know nothing about mm-hmm. golf and they he told me all this stuff and he mostly wanted to talk about if like oh you're young and you could be my girlfriend and all my friends would be jealous and you know we talked about like that like if I went places with him and we just did like this whole fantasy thing but I realized in doing it that every history class I ever took every documentary about the royals I ever watched every book I ever read that was like romance set somewhere gave me all this knowledge to have a conversation that thank god I had because he was someone who had enough money to fly all over the world and play at various golf courses that was what he did for real and um it was it was interesting and it's it made me immediately go okay i can't be stupid on these calls i have got to be someone with a brain yes you have to be able to hold a conversation and you have to be able to be like hey if there's something that you don't know you have to just let them know because they will understand like oh really can you explain that for me or how does this work or how do you do that or you know something because they will help they will help you when you're talking to them on the phone well the majority of guys will help you i shouldn't say all because we don't know everybody but yes you have to be informative you have to be well-rounded you have to be able to hold a conversation if you really want to make good money doing this that's what you have to do and you can make good money doing this uh it's not you know we're doing this podcast and we're telling you this and straight up honest you're not going to make the kind of money you made in like the 80s and 90s or like early 2000s but I think you could ask anyone in the adult industry and you don't make that kind of money if you haven't seen the movie Hustlers and what those women did super illegal not okay I whatever but Jennifer Lopez super hot anyway if you haven't seen that movie it's a true story and these women because the industry they weren't making the money they needed to make anymore to maintain so they started doing stuff that wasn't so cool but the point of it was everything changes you can still make great money doing this but you're not going to be like living large with your manolos or whatever (laughs) now well it's a possibility but it's rare but yes it is a possibility i mean Mm -hmm. because guys like to buy presents too but we will talk about that at another episode (laughs) Uh, yeah we'll talk about presents but in general, I mean, of course, some people are. But um. so back to that first company that I worked at, I was like, this sucks. I hated it. 
I I um I was like, what? I, I can't even go to the bathroom. They could hear me because I was under the impression that the people, uh, dispatchers, managers were listening in because if I could hear then they could hear me. And I'm like, what? I can't even go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And it paid crap. And so I don't even think I lasted a week. Um, but while I was there, I was researching. I'm like, there has to be something better. I know people are making money doing this. And then I found, and I believe you worked here too, because I think everybody worked here. There used to be this company. It was called Dita. <laughs> everybody has worked for Dita. Yes. And you had to buy their book. Remember, you had to buy the book. And then once you bought the book, then you could work with them. And they were dispatched, but their dispatch was different it was you just told them you were going to take calls and then they would call you you know when you got a call right um and that was okay that paid better i think that was like 40 or 50 cents a minute i don't remember do you remember i think it was 40 i think it was 40 and if you had an average hold time of a certain thing she would eventually give you a raise up to 50 but you had to maintain that whole time for a while it couldn't be like sometimes you had to pretty much always have it yeah and um and i worked there even once i found you know other companies to work with i still stayed there for a while for years actually they would send you they were like a what they call a no taboo type of company you would get calls and being that i was young uh, my voice was really young they would always send me like the old perverted guys that had all these young girl fantasies and yeah i got to a point and i'm not going to describe the call because it was just completely disgusting and illegal but yeah it got where where they sent me a guy and it was just wrong and it was very underage and i just called him basically a sick fucking pervert and i hung up and that was the last call that i did there (laughs) um No taboos companies are one of those things that even guys who call usually are like, "Mm," they don't charge as much normally per minute because they'll talk about anything, which is a good way to like get your company shut down from what I can tell. But there's a lot of stuff that's illegal and most people don't even want to go near it but when people do if you're working at one of those companies you are likely to get at least one call that is so upsetting you never forget it completely ever so keep that in mind (laughs) you have to learn to go all right I'm just going to let that go and move on because it was at one of those that I told you about the guy and the cooking Uh, and the eating. Yeah. I'll tell you guys about that sometime. It's super graphic and gross, but maybe we'll do one with just like, wow, these are crazy, horrible calls. (laughs) Um, But it's one of those that you will never, I will never, ever, ever forget it. And, um, I will also, after that, I never worked. That was the last call I did for Divas, mm-hmm. too. Because I was like, absolutely not. No more of this. I'm very not okay now. And I need to go. Um, so, most companies now, though, 
are way more careful about what they're looking for and what they'll allow. Not all. I mean, I've looked at forums and things, and not all of them. But for the most part, I think the no taboo is kind of not as prevalent as it no. Used and to be. if people are still doing it, they're not, you know, advertising it. It's, you know, maybe they'll they'll talk about it or. Uh, because they know you if you're an existing customer, things like that. But I don't think they're writing about it or anything like that uh, when they're advertising themselves. So, right. And when we're saying illegal, we mean like you know what's illegal. We're not. It's not some secret phone sex code of something that's illegal. You know what's illegal. We've all yes. seen SVU. We know. Ice T is gonna tell us if Ice T would be like, "What?" Then yeah, no, you, can't talk you about cannot. <laughs> I, yeah, I could see him making a face like with his eyes popping up, like his eyebrows, like what? I can. <laughs> yeah, and then being mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I get it. That's wrong." And yeah, it would be like that. And so, when we're saying something illegal, it's something yes. you know what it is. Um, eventually, we are going to write some books. And put that all together and, you know, we will spell things out, I guess, a little bit more. But... Yeah, the the books will be more specific and graphic because there's just stuff. This is a podcast. We're having fun. We just want to talk to you guys and have a good time. This is for you to listen to in your car or, you know, just put your headphones on and just, like, chill out and laugh or whatever. Because... And being graphic is not fun if you're just listening no, to a not. fun podcast no <laughs> we don't want to um, so let's you. see when i left dita then uh, well while i was working at dita i was also working at a direct my first direct dial company um direct dial is when well back then you had to get your own toll-free number you had um you used to run uh, the credit card charges and everything so you had to be set up for that. You took all the information yourself. There is no dispatcher. You're doing everything. And those generally, they, they do pay more because you're doing all the work. Uh, but once I did that, oh, man, I used to go to sleep with my phone under my pillow. I mean, and this is, I, I don't want to date myself, but this is oh, back yeah. in the day when you could make a ton of money doing phone sex calls and I there was a point where I didn't even leave my I was like I got addicted to it I got addicted to the money I got addicted to oh my god I'm not leaving my house and it's you have to set boundaries for yourself people we'll get into that in a different episode but it's um I mean I was I was doing I was doing like at least like two thousand. I would make like at least two thousand dollars every week, uh, minimum. Back, it was easy, and that doesn't oh, yeah. even include all the tips and all the presents and things like that. So, yeah, the glory days of phone sex. Who knows? Maybe they'll come back. You know, one day. But that was a lot of money. Yes, for back then, that was a lot of money, and yeah. You get, um, like I said, you get addicted to it. You're like, oh my God. And boom, boom, boom. And it, it just, it wears you down, you know, after a bit. But when you're young and you're having fun, you're not thinking about any of that. So yes, you can still make good money. 
doing it, but doing those, you know, 2000 minutes a week. Uh, once you build yourself up and your collar, your database, your, all your good stuff like that, y- you can, you can still make good money. So I guess Bambi, we are coming to that time where we have to do the tip. <laughs> Just the tip, guys. This one is just the tip. We're going to do this section every time in our podcast. And just the tip is going to be about tips to join the phone sex industry. Mm -hmm. Or maybe tips, if you're planning to call, to get the best calls. Maybe we could do one of each. One of us could do a phone sex industry one, and one of us could do... A tip to get a great call. Okay. Well, you start. What do you want? You do your... I'll do the call. You do the other one this episode. As you can see, people, we're winging it. So, hey. (laughs) We are. We're going to get more organized. Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) Who knows? Um, Okay. So, if you want to... So, just a tip about joining the phone sex industry. It's a real job. First thing you need to know before you even start looking for places to apply, get it in your head that this is an actual job. Just like you get actual money, you have to do actual work. You have to show up, you have to be present, you have to have all the, I don't know, things that you need. You have to have a computer. You have to have a phone that actually works. You have to be prepared to answer that phone. Um, So before you, that is my tip, the first tip for you guys, before you even go any further into doing it, fix in your head, this is an actual job. I have to show up. I have to work. And I get the benefit of being at home and being given actual money. Yes. When I'm done. That is a good tip. Mm -hmm. So let's see for the customer, for a good call. um, We know that there are callers out there that get very shy. So if you are a shy guy and you're one that doesn't really like to talk, um, I would recommend to you that the best way to help an operator is to if you if you have a problem talking you can email her Uh, you can get more detailed with writing possibly Um, but if you're fine with talking even though you're shy get as much out as you can in the beginning be as detailed as you can with the person you're speaking to so like you call up and you say Hey, Crystal, I'm going to say, hey, Joe, how are you? You know, what are you in the mood for? What do you want to do today? You know, things like that. You, The more descriptive, the more you can be, the, the more information you can give. I'm going to delete that. I fucked up. The more information you can give your girl on what it is you want, the better off your call is going to be. Absolutely. That is so true. And you said Joe, and do you guys watch you? 
because straight up, that's what I thought when you said Joe. And I thought what Joe would want is to stand outside your house and stare across the fence at you. Because Joe's a stalker. No, okay. I haven't watched that. That's funny. Uh, so Joe's you the need stalker. To watch it. Okay. You need Crystal to watch will it. stay away from Joe's Joe. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Got it. So, yes, we hope that you enjoyed this. We are going to get, like Bambi said, more organized. Try to be more organized. But um, each episode is going to have a little bit of both, I think. Yeah. And if we seem not to know each other's names, we're just going to use whatever random phone sex name we decide each time. So it's not that we don't know each other. Just so oh, absolutely. You all know. <laughs> We're going to do the the porn star names. Like the old, like the 70s, yeah. 80s porn star names. <laughs> right. So once our stuff's all set up, if you have like a name you love, feel free to send it to us. We'd be happy to yes, be that we person were. for you. And I guess on that note, we can end with, yeah, why don't you think of what you would love your name to be if you were doing this? Good point. Yes. So have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great whatever. Have a great quarantine. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.